For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Case be going to the U.S. Supreme Court again. I'm Neil Augenstein. A monument to the Supreme Court's first black justice in Annapolis is damaged and put in storage. I'm Luke Lukert. How to respond if a school employee gets arrested. Virginia lawmakers could be making changes. I'm Nick Ainelli. Good morning. It's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez. The Justice Department is alleging former President Trump and his team played a high-stakes game of hide-and-seek with federal officials trying to track down classified documents. Correspondent Robert Costa has details on breaking developments. The explosive legal document revealed for the first time ever photo evidence of the highly classified documents it seized from Trump's Florida home. The government developed evidence that government records were likely concealed and removed from the storage room. The Justice Department says Mr. Trump's request for a special master to oversee review of the documents isn't warranted because the review has already taken place. The water crisis is deepening in Jackson, Mississippi. More than 150,000 people still have no clean water to take showers, brush teeth, or drink from the tap. Correspondent Jim Crisula is in Jackson. Flooding made things worse with the city's long-troubled water treatment plants. People are frustrated and worried. I am concerned, very concerned with my health as well as my children, my grandchildren, or whatever, you know. City and state officials are working to get as much bottled water to as many people as soon as possible. A convoy of 19 cars, many marked UN on the side, has arrived in the southern Ukraine, Zaporizhia. They're carrying teams to inspect a Russian-held nuclear plant knocked offline during shelling last week. The IAEA's Rafael Grossi. We have a very, very important uh, task. There are fears damage to the plant triggered a radiation leak. World leaders paying tribute to late Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev, British Prime Minister Boris Johnson. Gorbachev is one of those people who changed the world and unquestionably changed it for the better. This is the 25th anniversary of Princess Diana's death in a car accident in Paris. Correspondent Vicki Barker looks back. We heard a huge explosion. This American tourist was there. A screech and then a, a sounded like an explosion. Princess Diana was in the back. This French ambulance man tried to save her. Back home in Britain, best friend Rosa Moncton heard there'd been an accident. I was just sitting in a heap. You know, waiting to hear the latest bit of news. Buckingham Palace has announced the death of Diana, Princess of Wales. A shocked and traumatized nation woke up to word that the people's princess was dead. Diana was 36. A toxic red tide is asphyxiating fish in the San Francisco Bay Area. Environmental biologist Sarah Moss. I've never seen anything like this. It's insane how many dead fish there are. All sizes, too. I saw three dead stingrays. Hot weather is exacerbating the algae bloom. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance 
so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. It's 8.03 here on your Wednesday morning. It's the 31st of August. Sunny, warm, less humid today. And we'll go near 88. Good morning. I'm Joan Jones. And I'm Bruce Allen. Here are the top local stories we're following this hour. We learned this morning that Maryland's Attorney General could appeal the decision for Beltway sniper Lee Boyd Malvo to be resentenced. Last week, the Maryland Court of Appeals said Malvo should get a new sentence since he was a juvenile at the time of the shootings. It's a story you're hearing first here on WTOP. Maryland Attorney General Brian Frosch is considering asking the U.S. Supreme Court to review the order by Maryland's highest court. But a spokesperson tells WTOP no decision's been made yet. Friday, Maryland's Court of Appeals ruled Lee Malvo must be resentenced for his six Maryland convictions. Virginia prosecutors made their case to the Supreme Court for the constitutionality of four life sentences without the possibility of parole. But Virginia's case was dismissed after then-Governor Ralph Northam signed a new law creating the possibility of parole for juvenile offenders serving 20 years to life. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. The other Beltway sniper, John Muhammad, was executed in 2009. Ten people were killed in those attacks, which happened nearly 20 years ago. An Arlington teenager who was out on a run last weekend was stabbed and seriously hurt. He's now asking for help in finding his attacker. 17-year-old Max was running the Custis Trail Saturday night when a man lunged at him and stabbed him in the side. He just had this really angry, kind of hateful look on, on his face. Initially, Max didn't realize he'd been stabbed. I didn't feel anything at first, which was just kind of crazy. But he knew he needed to run. When I was running away and I actually looked down and, and saw my hand and how it was covered in blood. The knife went through his spleen into his diaphragm. Luckily, he is doing well, but he wants to make sure the man who stabbed him doesn't attack anyone else. He's asking those who live near the Custis Trail and Washington Boulevard to check your cameras Saturday night to see if you have a picture of his attacker for police. Michelle Morello, WTOP News. Under Virginia law, police are required to notify a public school system if a school employee is arrested for certain offenses. But a lawmaker says that doesn't go far enough. Sure, police can notify a school system, but under current law, the school system isn't required to verify that it received the notification. Delegate Vivian Watts tells WTOP lawmakers may try to change that. If they haven't received it, unfortunately, it doesn't do the purpose of that immediate notification. It follows the discovery that a Fairfax County Public Schools counselor remained on the job after being convicted of soliciting a minor for prostitution because police attempts to reach the superintendent were sent to email addresses that didn't work. It's just really regrettable that this series of events occurred. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. A year after coming out of retirement to become U.S. Capitol Police Chief, Tom Manger says improvements have been made, but more changes are needed. The former police chief of Fairfax and Montgomery counties who took the helm of Capitol Police last July says officers are better able to respond to threats today compared to last year, and intelligence handling is better. Not only are we gathering information much better than we did, but we're disseminating it the way it should be disseminated. Unfinished business is staffing with Capitol police about 200 officers below the authorized level. And the chief who introduced body-worn cameras in Montgomery County hopes to start a pilot program on Capitol Hill. This will just show the community just how challenging this job can be and how good my cops are at doing it. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News.
Coming up after traffic and weather, will the Naval Academy in Annapolis have to rename a few of its buildings? It's 8.07. Here's John DeSimone, the president of Cybersecurity, Intelligence, and Services at Raytheon Intelligence and Space on the discussion Meeting the Need for Offensive and Defensive Cyber Teams, sponsored by Raytheon Intelligence and Space. What can you do from an offensive standpoint to help defend your network? And that's where you start to see the integration between the offense and defense roles inside of an organization. And we think about putting those two groups together and having them collaborate on the best postures to defend your enterprise. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Raytheon. Do you hear that? That's a cyber attack about to take down a national power grid. The only thing standing between it and its target? You. At Raytheon.